This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, welcome. The Tuesday edition, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate it very much. I am solo today. Andy is off, enjoying some time away. So, Andy, if you're listening, thanks for all that you do and appreciate that and have a good time. Uh, Matt Prater, I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Cardinals kicker will be joining us here after we're done with this segment and get through our first commercial break. And I don't have any real end time with Matt. I figure we'll just kind of flow along and he's been gracious enough to join us today, which again, I appreciate uh, Robin from KNR Home Transition. Matt momentarily. In the meantime, question of the day. Yesterday's was The 1995 referendum was the most severe threat to Canadian unity in the country's 128-year existence. What was the referendum about? It was if Quebec should start the process of becoming independent of Canada. That was in 1995. The citizens of the uh, province, I should say, of Quebec voted to remain within the Federation of Canada by a bare majority of 50.6% to 49.4%. So that was uh, yesterday, or sorry, October 30th, a day in history. So today's impossible question. Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. If a possum, or should I say possum or opossum, Charlie, because it's spelled with an O, but if a possum gets scared, what will it do? Now, most people, I think, know this, but maybe some have forgotten or have never really been around wildlife to know, but if a possum gets scared, what will it do? Now, Charlie, you're the grammar spelling expert. Why do we spell possum with an O at the beginning? Charlie said he's always wondered that as well. I don't know the answer to that either. And um, anyways, the O possum or the possum, when it gets scared, what does it do? And just as a tip, it's an involuntary response. So just so you all know, that's the uh, that's the reason why it does this item. So, anyways, uh, that's the question of the day. All right, I will cover tomorrow because, as I figured, we're not going to know all of our election results. And really won't even know until I start you know, going off air, driving home. We'll know a little bit more about things at that point. I've got some predictions. I'll talk a little bit about some of that today, which I did as well yesterday. For those of you maybe tuning into us for the first time today also, I never, I always forget. There's folks that maybe are just tuning in for the very first time, trying to check us out, see what's going on. Uh, this is a program that I've been doing now for 10 plus years. We've been here in the afternoons on KLZ 560. Since then, we are on 3 to 6 live, the first hour replays, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. 
Wednesday edition, we have the National Crawford Roundtable, which is a podcast put together by four hosts across our networks. I am a part of that, and we do that each week, and we play that on Wednesday nights here in its entirety from uh, 6 to 7 p.m., but otherwise our first hour replay, so if you ever miss it, you can find it. If you ever want to see a past or hear a past episode, I should say, you can go to RushToReason.com, click on the show notes, and our producer, Ann, does a really great job of archiving everything, putting tags and just different ways to find things. It's all there, and a lot of the special guests we have on a routine basis uh, we do a special hour each week on Thursdays from 3 to 4 with a special doctor, Dr. Kelly Victory, and Steve House, who was actually the uh, past uh, GOP chair here in Colorado. And between those two, we talk all things related to COVID, vaccines, are they good, are they bad. Uh, we've gone through mask mandates, all the lockdown stuff. We've been doing this now since COVID, uh, Steve and I, since COVID began, and Dr. Kelly Victory joined us in about August of 2020. And we've been spending that first hour on Thursdays of each week talking about those different things. And we've got more to cover this coming Thursday as well. And you'll hear our promo here uh, running tomorrow about that. But let me tell you, we've got a lot to talk about with Dr. Kelly and Steve this coming Thursday as well. Wednesday's the first hour. We do health and wellness. We talk all things wellness. And we've always got special guests joining us and have a great time doing that as well. And then the rest of the week, uh, we just cover most everything involving Politics typically locally first, nationally second. And not that we don't ever cover national politics. We do, but we try to cover as much local things as we can because we are live and local as well. We are not a nationally syndicated broadcast. We do this on a local basis, and I am a Colorado native. Again, for some of you may be tuning in for the first time, I've lived here my entire 59 years. I've never lived anywhere else. I grew up in the, in the front range, the northern front range, the Boulder Lafayette Louisville area. And yes, I'm a conservative. And yet I think I look at things very reasonable across the board when it comes to things. And I take a lot of heat from both sides of the aisle, including the right, on a lot of my viewpoints. Not everybody agrees with me. And by the way, that's fine. I don't want everybody to agree with me. I don't agree with everyone. I don't always agree with my most precious wife, who I love dearly. It's just the way... Things are. Discord is not always bad. It's how we get to conclusions. And I think that's part of what's happening on both sides of the aisle, but even the right side of the aisle, is we can't handle people not agreeing with what we believe in. And in turn, we then set out to destroy said individual. I don't look at things that way. We can agree to disagree on certain things. There are key things that, frankly, in my opinion, are just uh, not open for discussion. The free markets, how we handle our energy and our policies there things along those lines. Yeah, I'm pretty unmovable. I want the free market, for example, on EVs. I talked about this some yesterday, but I want the free market to dictate what we do on EVs, not government. I don't want them being shoved down our throat. On the same token, and I own one, if you want to own one, I'm all for that. I have no problems with somebody owning an EV, and I'm not going to ditz anybody that does. On the same token, I'm not going to force anyone to go out and buy one. That's my view of the free market and how things work. Let the technology and, you know, if somebody feels that that's a better product for them to buy, then so be it. On the same token, if they want to drive their old ICE engine vehicle that might be 35, 40 years old, and they want to keep driving that on a daily basis, I'm okay with that as well. My background is the car industry, the automotive industry. I owned repair shops and performance centers for years. I grew up in the industry in a car dealership. And that's pretty much what I've done the majority of my life. I still coach different businesses, automotive included. And then I also still own my own business as well. 
uh, not in the automotive world, but I'm still a businessman as well. So I'm pretty much that individual. So those of you, again, tuning in for the first time, that's my background. And I tend to look at things critically. I'm a critical thinker. Uh, but I also am somebody that I feel looks at things very reasonable. And I try to take a common sense approach to everything and look at everything, including what's the outcome of X, Y, and Z going to be. For example, I feel Prop HH is a bad deal for Colorado. I feel like as conservatives, we've done a poor job of advertising what it will actually do. All we keep saying is it takes Tabor away. But we've yet to explain how, why, and who really benefits out of HH if, in fact, it passes. And by the way, the rich benefit the most. Now, I read some things today where they were like, well, the rich doesn't really benefit as much because their taper refunds won't be as much as somebody in the lower income bracket. The lower income bracket actually uh, benefits the most. Actually, no, that's not true. They're not doing the math correctly. The rich, as in somebody that owns multiple properties, maybe they have rental properties, maybe they don't, maybe they have commercial properties, you name it. They have multiple properties. Maybe they own a second home in Colorado or a third home, depending upon who they are. And they're paying multiple property tax bills. Those individuals will benefit the most. Now, I did read an article today that said the higher the priced home the more an individual will benefit on HH. Well, of course, because their property taxes are higher, and so whatever the percentage is that comes down, they'll benefit the most. Again, we've not done, as conservatives, a very good or thorough job of explaining these things, and it's why I predict HH passes. Now, if HH passes, will it be challenged? Potentially, because it's not technically correct as to what, by Colorado law, is allowed in a proposition. In other words, Proposition HH does more than one thing. And I'm not an attorney, but I believe in Colorado a proposition can only accomplish one thing if passed. It can't do multiple things. Prop HH does multiple things where, you know, therefore I don't think it's even a correct proposition. It will most likely be challenged when it passes, which is my prediction. So who knows where this goes at that point because it will, I believe, be challenged because it does more than one function And by law in Colorado, a proposition can only do one thing. And they do that, by the way, it's a great thing, because it's done to not confuse the voter. Which, by the way, HH to a lot of individuals is confusing. Again, folks, we have not messaged very well in this at all, and I really don't know why. We're smarter than this on the conservative side, but we have not marketed and messaged very well when it comes to Prop HH. So with that, we'll take a break. Matt Prater should be joining us. He is the kicker for the Cardinals, was here with the, with the Broncos in Denver. I've got a lot of different things to ask uh, Matt, by the way. And if there's anything specifically you'd like me to ask Matt, please send me a text message, 307-200-8222. Our call in line, but we'll, I'm not going to do that with Matt because he's calling in. I'm going to be respectful of his time. I've got plenty of things to ask, so just kind of sit back and listen and then text me questions that you might have. But for those of you listening, most of the time we're able to take calls, 303-477-5600. Bruce Simmons, though, one of our great sponsors. He is a reverse mortgage expert. There's a lot of wives' tales around reverse mortgages. Please get the skinny right from Bruce and find out exactly how it would work for you. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you. 
if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914, American Liberty Mortgage, is an equal housing lender. All right, Dr. Scott Faulkner, if you're looking for a really solid doctor that will give you the solid skinny and not do just what insurance companies tell him he needs to do, and Big Pharma, by the way, that's Dr. Scott Faulkner, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right. Level Engineering, Alan Davis, find out if solar is a good fit for you and whether or not you'll save money. A lot of it depends upon your roof, the facing, the trees, a lot of different things. So call Alan and find out how that works for you and your home. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis understands how important energy independence is, and he wants you to know how to kick the power company to the curb. Worrying about outages and the cost of extreme changes in the unforgiving Colorado climate creates anxiety. Creating your own power gives you peace of mind. No more stress about leaving your lights on when you want to, running the AC to stay comfortable, or regulating your power use because it's all your power. You will have more protection against EMP events, cyber attacks, solar flares, and more because you don't rely on public utilities to supply your power. You own the power plant so you won't have surprise fluctuations in the bill because it's hot or cold outside. Say goodbye to surprise power bills eating into your lifestyle. Alan Davis of Level Engineering has the solution you need for complete energy independence, and he wants to share it with you. So reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com solar today to learn more about how solar will change your life. God. Country reason now back to john rush all right we are back welcome rush to reason denver's afternoon rush klz 560 as i said actually yesterday and earlier a moment ago as well uh, matt prater joining us now matt welcome how are you sir 
I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm very well, and I am so thankful you're you're joining us. I told Robin to you know really appreciate all that she did in putting this together, and appreciate you taking time out of your day. You were in Denver for quite some time, and you're at the Cardinals now, a kicker there. And I, you know, I don't want to sound um, like I know everything because really I don't, Matt. But are you one of, or are you the oldest kicker in the NFL right now? I'm the oldest right now. You are the oldest. Okay, so yeah. you're what 39? Am I right in saying that? Yep, yep, I'll be thirty I'll be forty in August. Forty in August. Okay, so I'll start there. What does it feel like to be the oldest kicker? Actually probably the oldest player in the NFL right now. Am I right in saying it that way also? Yeah, I th- I think so with Aaron Rodgers being hurt. Um I think I am the oldest. Um, you know, honestly it doesn't feel too different. Just uh I don't heal up as quick as I used to and Sure. Um but other than that I feel pretty good. Okay. Um Okay, my, my, I've got a few questions. I got a few questions that folks sent in as well, but I got some of my own because I've always I'm fascinated. By the way, with kickers, always have been. I can remember watching uh, Dempsey kick some of the long, long field goals back in the day. I mean, I've just always been in awe at how you guys can even kick the ball as far as you do. Because to me, it's just a, it's a miracle. By the way, I, I look at that and just think, how in the world do you get that little ball to go through those uprights at the distances you do? And then on top of that, have you know seventy five thousand screaming fans, depending upon where you're at, you know, yelling at you or cheering for you, one or the other. How do you how do you block out all of those things going on at that time when you're getting ready to do one of those long kicks? Um, I think that's sort of part of the mental part of it, um, what separates guys. And for me, um, anytime I go out to kick, I look at it as I expect to make the kick, so I don't you know add any you know, add extra pressure or stress. And I think if you think positive, the results are usually with it pretty um, more than they're not. By the so, way, you could transfer that into a lot of other things in life, I think, as well. So th- thanks right, for saying yeah. that. I think that coincides <laughs> with a lot of different things, actually. You, you and I sure. you and I think a lot alike when it comes to that. I do a lot of that on our program here as well, because I, I agree with you. I think a lot of things where, you know, if the expectation is, oh, I'm going to miss this thing, well, you know, and by the way, Matt, I'm not a big, you know, you know the, the the power of the of the mental thing and that everything you think is going to happen. I'm not one of those guys either, but I do think right. there's something to be said about positivity. And if you think you're going to fail, well, you probably will. So you got to think fairly positive all the time. Right. Like I, I don't want to ever go out for a field goal and, and you know be doubting or not expecting to make it because then I feel like I'll miss it more than more than not. So I think being confident and uh, going out and expecting to make every kick. Um, in every situation is really important. Okay, so another question I've got. I can imagine how it's like to kick the winning field goal, you know, the, or the extra point even. You're up by one or you're, you've are you up by three or you've even tied the game with that particular kick. i got to believe that's ecstatic. You feel great. Everybody in the entire arena, you know, depending upon whether you're at an away game or a home game, but typically there's, you know, some exuberance going on. On the same token, what's it like when you miss one? And and again, I don't always, I don't ever feel like as a fan even that it's always the kicker's fault because the team got there in that particular you know things were done it, you know game plan wise and so on to get mm-hmm. the point where you're either one point down or one field goal down. So I never look at it as being just your fault. But what's those feelings like on either side? Um, I'd say as far as missing um, disappointment. Um, you try to figure out what happened so it doesn't happen again. But anytime you know you go out to make you know for a field goal or uh, extra point, um, the team expects you to make it, and they're depending on you to make it because mm-hmm. NFL games are so close. True, uh, most of the time that True. And, you know any missed kick can be a difference in any game. 
Um, yeah, I think, I think the one thing fans right forget, and it gets lopsided, I think, with different teams and what goes on at times, although even our Denver Broncos showed that a couple of weeks ago with the Kansas City Chiefs, who we hadn't beat since 2015. I mean, the NFL is on any given day, any team can win, right? Right, right, because everybody on both sides of the ball is getting paid. I know everybody's, you know, the top football players in the world. Yeah, on both thank sides. you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for saying. That. I mean, they, they are not only getting paid, but it is the best of 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 typically Division One football. And you look and think about how many Division One teams are out there, and how many you know I call them kids because I'm an old guy. But how many kids are playing, and how many actually make it to the pros? I mean, you literally, Matt, to your point, it is the cream of the crop that's on the field at any given point in time. Right, right. Yeah, as far as kickers, there's only 32 jobs in the whole world. So. Wow. Wow. Okay, so going back in time, and I, I read some read up on you a little bit and, of course, followed you when you were in Denver because I'm a native. I've been here, you know, been a Bronco fan pretty much since I can imagine being around, you know, and played football in high school and all that, so I know a little bit about some of that and watched you when you were here in Denver as well. Uh, but going back in time, I mean, did you know you were going to kick the ball at an early age or, you know, at what point did you realize, hey, I've got a talent to kick that ball a long way? I think my dad spotted it before I, before I did, but we grew up um, playing soccer and baseball. But um, I don't know if you remember the Gramatica brothers that kicked for a while. Um, when Martin kicked in um, Tampa for a while, and, and Bill actually got drafted by Arizona. But their younger brother, Santiago, was on my soccer team growing up. So then when the older boys started kicking field goals and getting scholarships and um, had getting different opportunities from playing football, my dad you know, got us into it and Played one year at Pop Warner, then got back into it in high school, and kind of just stuck with it since. Okay, um, I, I just I don't know he he saw something that I didn't know. I didn't really know much about kicking at all, and so you know I think my going into my senior year, I could hit a sixty to sixty five yard field goal, and wow. I thought that was just normal. Wow! And uh, no, that's not normal, <laughs> as you yeah, know. <laughs> well, then I went to camps, and, and as a high school kid, then I was kicking, uh, you know, with the other high school kids, and then. The counselors were all, you know, D1 kickers. So then they got up and were, you know, kicking. And I'm like, shoot, I I feel like I can beat these guys right now. And I'm coming out of high school. And so wow. that's when I realized that I could maybe do something with it. Okay, another dumb question on my part. Given that I've been around this some and I've played some football, as, as again, in high school and such. Is it all leg strength? Is it technique? Is it body size, shape? Is it muscular ability in in your legs? I mean, explain how that part even works. As far as as far as the power goes, you get it from leg speed. Um, okay. And then, as far as the consistency, that's all about the technique. Everyone's going to be a little different. Um, you know, obviously everybody's body's different, so the right. starting stance or approach might be slightly different. But for the most part. Everybody on, on contact when they're kicking, uh, making the ball contact with their foot, basically almost looks identical, just like golfers. Yes. Um, basically, kicking kicking is like the analogy is like identical to golf, where kickers, your leg is the club. Ah, okay. So it really does come down to, just like I guess in golf, it doesn't really matter if you're the biggest, buffest guy on the course. It comes down to club speed, how well you handle that, uh, muscle memory, all of those factors in golf applies to what you're doing. Right, yeah, exactly. Like who's hitting the fairway every time, and it's who's making all their extra points. I did did not know that. That makes sense. I never really put two and two together because again, you see kickers come in kind of all shapes and sizes. I mean, no offense. Over the years, there's been some pretty out of shape, pudgy guys that can (laughs) kick the stinking ball a long way. Yeah, including myself. (laughs) 
I would I wouldn't go that far. You 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 you've had you know let's just let's just say you've had a really solid career in the NFL and and I I'm sure a lot of other even younger kickers look up to you and how do you, you know how do you do that and be consistent all through all those years like you've been. You've done a you've done a tremendous job. I appreciate it. And I think it's one thing with me too is kind of almost never being satisfied and never feeling like I've done, you know, well enough or good enough in games and different things. So I continue to work hard and try to be the best version of myself. And, you know, hopefully my teammates and everybody knows that I'm always giving them my 110% all the time. You know, that leads into another question I had even is just sort of the, you know, I look at football especially, it's a it's a game of leaders. You have to have leaders on the team to, to get the team motivated. And it's not coming just from the head coach and assistant coaches, you guys, you know, in the locker room and so on, and some of that maturity that even folks like you at your age bring into it, you have to make a big difference. You, you, what is it like on, you know, any game day, pregame? Do you have any particular rituals that you do? You know, what's it like inside the locker room? Is it like what most people see on, you know, television when you watch some of the different things that we see and even some of the movies that have been made, or is it completely different than that? Um, there's some definitely some similarities. There's music playing. There's some guys with headphones, you know, doing their own thing. There's guys rolling out and getting, you know, seeing the chiropractors or seeing the trainers getting loose. Um, but as far as for me, I my routine basically is that I don't have a routine. I don't ever want to think that if my routine gets screwed up, I'm not going to be able to play well. I just think I'm going to go out there and you know just expect to do well, and I don't need any routines or rituals or anything to go play or perform. Do you feel like today, after doing this all these years, again, you've been playing for almost 20 years. Well, if you go all the way back to high school and college, you've been playing for 20-plus years. Has any of that changed for you over those years, or are you pretty much the same, you know, Matt, that was kicking, you know, your rookie year as today? I'd say I'm a little different just from from all the years of experience that, you know, there's almost – I don't think there's any situation in a game that I could come up that I haven't seen at least once or twice in my career. Okay. Um, so just that, that experience and, and knowledge, and um, I'm a lot more confident than I was when I was a younger kicker. I just, when I was young, I was really raw. I didn't, you know, really didn't know what I was doing. I basically just kicked my hardest and um, didn't wasn't very technical, and that's something I kind of developed over the years. All right, I want I want to take a break, and again, appreciate your time. I want to come, want to honor that as well, but I know we've got some time here, so hang tight. I'm going to take a break. I want to come back, and again, for everybody listening, maybe the first time even tuning in with us today, Matt Prater, a kicker for the Cardinals, is here in Denver for a very long time as well. I want to talk when we come back, Matt. I want you to walk us through some of your record breaking kicks or the record breaking kick and what some of that felt like, and so on. As soon as we come back, so again, everybody, hang tight. Matt Prater with us, courtesy by the way, KNR Home Transitions. Robin, who is the R of KNR, really set all this up and put this together, which I appreciate greatly. So hang tight. We'll come right back. Veteran Windows and Doors is up next, 35% off right now, and make sure that you're dialed in when it comes to your windows and doors, and Dave can do all of that for you. Find Dave at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors realizes that your front door is your home's signature statement, and they can perfect the design and installation at a fraction of the cost. You want a front door that is energy efficient, durable, and increases the value of your home. That's why Veteran uses Provia Signet doors with the highest quality materials and customization options to match your home's unique style. Owner Dave Bancroft is confident he can beat any national company's price for Provia doors by 30 to 50%. 
There's no reason to pay more for the same door. And Provia recommends veteran windows and doors for installation of their products because they know that veteran uses a stricter installation method above what is required. You get a gorgeous, right-for-your-home door at the best price and installed correctly. To design your home's new front door with veteran windows and doors, go to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. All right. Ridgeline Auto Brokers is next. If you need a new, or sorry, a new used car is what I should say. They've got it for you and typically have great cars, especially for those first-time drivers. Find them at ridgelineautobrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Pops Garage Doors, whatever you need when it comes to garage door repair of or replacement of, they can do either. And remember, they've got springs that nobody else in Colorado carries that have a 20-year warranty and are made right here in America. That's Pops Garage Doors, klzradio.com. Pops Garage Door knows that nobody wants the frustration of trying to leave your house only to discover that your garage door won't open. You want a garage door that lasts a lifetime. And Pops Garage Door is the company who can guarantee that will happen. This is why Pops uses LiftMaster Garage Doors with a lifetime warranty. The new and improved LiftMaster Garage Door is whisper quiet with built-in brighter LED lights that never need replacing and a camera for your safety and convenience. Pops doesn't want you to hassle with your garage door not working, so they offer the highest quality garage doors. LiftMaster Doors also come with a backup battery, a keypad, and sensors to help keep your home safe and secure. These newest features allow you to conveniently open and close your garage door with your cell phone, so no more worrying about deliveries. You want to rely on your garage door for years, so upgrade your garage with a LiftMaster from Pops Garage Door by going to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, if you've got any kind of furnace problems, right now is the time to call. Get that handled before the next set of weather we get uh, sets in, which, by the way, could be tomorrow. And don't forget about their $50 off tune up, uh, furnace tune-up special as well. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, 303-656-5467 or klzradio.com. As the cold winter approaches, so does the dry winter air. And Cub Creek has what you need to keep your house from drying out. When the climate in a home is too dry, it can lead to annoying things like dry skin, static shocks, nosebleeds, and allergy issues. 
but it can also lead to serious health concerns, such as respiratory issues like asthma, immune system problems, and sinus infections. In addition to the health issues, dry air in your home can decimate hardwood floors, cabinets, and other wood in your home, leaving you with costly repairs in short order. Cub Creek partners with April Air Humidifiers, and they can accommodate any size or style of home with both steam and fan-powered humidifiers. And if a whole home humidifier isn't right for you, Cub Creek will recommend a smaller unit that they trust. The Ream Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek genuinely care about your home and comfort. So reach out today by going to klzradio.com HVAC today. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And we are back. Matt Prater joining us, as I said earlier, in a courtesy of K&R Home Transitions. Robin set all of this up. So, again, Matt, thank you for joining us. Kicker for the Cardinals was here in Denver for quite some time as well. And as I went to break, Matt, asking you, you know, what was it like, you know, kind of walk us through when you hit that 64-yard field goal. Yeah, um, everything kind of happened really quick. So, I think Tennessee scored. We were down quite a bit to Tennessee going to the half and. I don't remember exactly how much time was left, but there was maybe 30 seconds. And so Peyton does a couple quick throws, and then he hits uh, Jacob Tammy, and he runs out of bounds. They call field goal. So we had no idea exactly where how far it was going to be. So we knew it was going to be in the low 60s. So we get out for the spot, and Aaron Brewer's the snapper. Britton Colquitt is the holder. We get down for the spot, and Britton says to me, holy crap, like <laughs> something else. Holy crap, this is for the record as I'm about to take my steps. Yeah, so thanks I, a lot. Appreciate I start, that. Yeah, I, I take my steps back and I say to him, I go, why would you say that right now as, <laughs> as I'm walking back? So <laughs> I never, it was really cold too. So when I hit it, I didn't even know if I, I didn't think I hit it well enough to get there. And uh, so we hit it and it seemed like it was in the air forever. And then when the refs put their hands up, that I, from wow. there I kind of blacked out. I wow. You know, went crazy, celebrated with everybody. Very cool. Okay, so back yeah. to back to that. That was another thing I've always had questions on. How much chit-chat, you know, on the field between, you know, you, the center, the holder? I mean, there's all sorts of things going on there. I mean, you've got a whole line that has to do what they need to do so things don't get blocked. You have to make sure your trajectory is correct, depending upon, like in this case, how long the field goal is. I mean, how much of that chit-chat goes on on the field, or do you guys just get out there and do it? Uh, we go out in pregame to kind of figure out figure out all that stuff. So if it's a windy day, you know, different distances, you're going to have to play it a little bit uh, more than shorter. But that's what we, we we kind of take care of all that stuff in pregame. But as far as the cadence goes for the snap and hold, usually you go into a game with one or two different cadences, okay. and everybody is on the same page when we go out on the field. And usually for a field goal, though, half the line is already out there, and the other half is coming out. Okay. So we kind of just relay the message when we come out there real quick with everybody Got what it. the cadence is going to be. Who, who calls the actual you know snap count? Is that you or the holder? The holder. Okay, so the holder, the holder calls it. So you're literally just waiting for the ball to be in place before or and, and walk me through that. Do you and because I you know, I should pay attention to this more when it's happening, but it happens so fast when you're actually watching either live or on on TV anyways, do you, do you take a step prior to the ball being set or do you wait until the ball's set to take your step? So I'm waiting. I'm in my stance and I'm just looking at the holder's hand, the down hand on the spot. Okay. And so as soon as the ball, you know, the, he does the cadence, he calls set. And when that hand comes up to catch the ball, 
is when I'm leaving. Okay. So my eyes are just focused on the spot the entire time. And the whole operation from snap to kick has got to be 1.3 seconds or, or faster. because Or it's going to get not, blocked. Yeah, the guy around the edge can block it if it's slower than okay. 1.3. Okay. Wow. I, I, had, I mean, I knew it had to be really fast, but I had no idea 1.3 seconds. So I'm assuming, too, these are things that you guys are – practicing you've got you know your main holder and probably a backup holder you guys are going through this constantly so that that thing is is you know dead on every time you do it right 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 that's basically you know mostly what we work on during the week yeah i i i kind of figured that part out okay walk us through the difference between real grass artificial or the blend between the two um you know for me honestly it's it's it, it doesn't matter. I don't have a preference, but the difference is um, artificial is a little firmer where uh, for a kicker, if you were to kick the ground with the artificial, it's not as forgiving. You can't kind of rip through it like okay. grass. Um, any any but, special shoes? Do you wear a kicking shoe or what's that part like as well? I just wear soccer cleats, just standard soccer cleats, and we file down the uh, cleats on the right um kicking foot by the big toe so you don't catch the ground as much oh, okay i did again i learning something i didn't know that it makes sense that way you're not catching that as you're going to kick right 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 yeah okay um when it comes to the dynamics of each team and if by the way if i ask something you want to answer because of you still playing and so on just tell me we'll move on i i get it but is there you know, the team dynamics, when you go from, you know, one pro team to another, and you're somebody that's been able to do that, some guys, you know, will stay at one team, you know, most of their career. doesn't happen, you know, there's very few John Elways out there where they stay with one team their entire career. Most guys have been on, you know, more than one team throughout their career. What's that like, and is there big differences, or is it all pretty much, you know, you're all professionals, so you're doing the same thing, and a lot of the guys have come from other teams as well. You know, what's that part like? Um, it's, there's a lot of similarities. I'd say the biggest difference is just the, the difference in weather. And now as I've gotten older too, now I have a family, um, you know, if I were to move, it's not just me moving anymore. It's my kids are sure. changing schools and new friends and everything else. So that's probably the hardest part. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I could see, and you know, to me, I've always wondered, okay, how, you know, do all the guys move their entire family every single place they go, or do they, like, spend the season one place while the family's still left behind somewhere else, or does it vary from player to player? It varies player to player. Like Andy Lee, who played in the league, he, uh, he's not even, I don't even think, officially retired, but he played 19 years, and I know the last seven years of his career, his family lived in Charlotte, and he would come out for the season. They'd come on long weekends or holidays. Okay. But then he'd go, go back to Charlotte and be there the entire offseason. What about the football career is not as glamorous as everybody thinks? I mean, everybody I know thinks of, you know, most of their players, they've got their favorites. And some of these guys, let's face it, Matt, get idolized. And, you know, right, wrong, or otherwise, it just is the way that it is. And everybody looks at that as being, you know, almost like Hollywood stars where, you know, these guys are just idolized and there's nothing, you know, they're, they're, it's just a super glamorous lifestyle. Is it, or is it just a regular job like the rest of us do from time to time? It's, it's glamorous. Anytime you're, you know, you go into work, and your main work day is, is on national TV. Um, it's a little bit in the spotlight, so you get people that, if you don't have a good game, will be messaging you and talking smack about you and <laughs> all that stuff with social media, so that's a sure. little different. And, you know, it's like, I'm sure everybody was perfect at their job this week. They didn't screw up at all, but... Um, everybody sees when I screw up. Yeah, very true. No, very true. Okay, along those lines, what advice do you give to 
rookies, especially when it comes to some of the things that you just mentioned. I mean, I got to believe, I mean, no offense, I'm not the same as you by any stretch of the imagination, although I can take a lot of flack at times for things that either I say or a position I take on air, and you're more of a public figure, especially doing what you know you and I do. I'm not near what you are. I don't take near the flack, but you know, you have to have thick skin doing what you and I do. If you don't, it'll drive you crazy. In fact, I think sometimes it drives my family more crazy than it even does me. I just learned to let it roll off. I think they take it more to heart. What's it like in your world, and what advice do you have for rookies along those lines? Um, I'd say just stay consistent. Don't ride the roller coaster of emotions when you have you know great games. Don't you know stay you know I'm at high too long, yeah. and you have lows. Don't stay down. Just be consistent, ready um, to move on to the next one. The next one's always the most important. Um, and stay positive and keep working. Stay hungry and always try to get better. Yeah, amen. Good, good. By the way, I appreciate that. That's exactly what I would say as well, the advice that I would give. And, you know, don't let that limelight get to you. You still got to work hard. Uh, The other thing, too, not necessarily for you as a kicker, but especially a lot of those guys that are playing, you know, when they're a lot younger, depending upon their position, you and I both know, rarely do they play 20 years like you're going to do. I mean, most of them, two and a half to five years on average, and they're pretty much done, used up, and that's if there's been no major injuries or anything along those lines. Do you ever you know, have that conversation with some of those guys? Like, you know, enjoy this while you can because it could end literally Sunday? Yep, all the time. That's what a lot of guys talk about that, and, and pregame guys will say, hey, you know, we none of us know when this game could be taken away from us. So mm-hmm. let's go give everything we got because who knows if this is the last time we get to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, I got to believe that. I mean, that's the difference between even what you guys are doing and what I'm doing. I mean, no offense, there's a lot of old time, you know, talk show hosts that keep rolling along as long as we can get in front of the mic and keep talking. We're here, injuries, things like that. You know, we're not getting traded now. I shouldn't say that. Some actually in my world that happens too, but t- typically it's not the same as you guys. And an injury in my world's not going to have you know, dramatic effect upon my career. But for all of you guys, it definitely, even you guys as kickers, you have some major injury where all of a sudden, you know, that, that leg speed is not going to be the same any longer. You're no, you're no longer a kicker. Right. And they're always looking for younger and cheaper anyway. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I, right. and, and this is nothing against you or any of the guys that play, but, and and I'm not saying this any way that's that's negative. It just is what it is. I mean, you guys are... In a lot of ways for owners, you know, you're the stock, quote-unquote. You're the guys that are making it happen, are going to make things either win, lose, or draw. And at the end of the day, I hate to say this, but really it is all about the numbers and how well is the team doing overall. And if they feel like there's somebody else that's going to come in and get the job done better, no offense, you're gone. Right, right. Is that, and I'm assuming everybody on the team understands that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you see that during the season sometimes when you know guys aren't performing what they're expected to. There's... Uh, someone else sitting in their locker pretty quick. Yeah, that 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 probably, or I would imagine, you know, to me would be probably one of the most unnerving things there. Is you just you know, if you don't perform well week after week after week, you're not. I mean, kind of true with other jobs as well, but it's less forgiving with what you guys are doing with what the rest of the world does. Right, right, for sure. Uh, interesting. Okay, what's what's life going to be like after football for Matt? Well, um, I think the first year I'm just going to enjoy um, just coaching my kids. Uh, this last spring I coached my son's um, youth football team. It was a full tackle, seven- to nine-year-olds playing. Nice. And and my oldest daughter was playing uh, flag football for her high school, and, and they actually won the state championship Good. last year. So, Good job. Yeah, a ton of fun. So I, I really enjoyed coaching um, and look forward to doing that in the future. And 
I also I, I, I want to open up my own training center out here, you know, geared towards uh, youth athletics eventually as well. Nice, nice. Along those lines, this is something I was just thinking of when you said that. Given that you're you're a kicker and you kind of get to observe a lot of things that are happening. And granted, when things are getting a little bit, uh, you know, dicey might be not might might not be the right word, but you you know when you're going to be potentially kicking the ball, you go, you practice all those different things. There's even the net on the sidelines. You see guys practicing on the front side, so you kind of know when something might come up. But I also think you guys get to observe and hear a lot of what's going on, coaching staff wise, and so on. Does that help you now? You know, once you're done coaching, and even what you've done with your daughter's team and so on, do do those things help guys like you? Tons, tons. Because I, I think you know, like you said earlier, one thing I don't remember what I said, but you said it relates to all you know aspects of life. And I think you learn a lot of life lessons with football, especially the team mm. mentality, because football is the ultimate team sport. And it so is when you can get you know eleven, seven to nine year olds to you know go on, a, on on two instead of the regular cadence, and they're all going the same direction. That's that's it's like herding cats. No, I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's it's herding cats. No, if you can get them to go the right direction, you're doing well. Right. Yeah, and we yeah we had a great spring. So that's awesome. Doing it again. Uh, I had a question that came in. Uh, have you ever considered using Gary Anderson's single bar face mask when face mask when kicking field goals? Would that make the goals easier? Um, yeah, I don't think it would make a difference. But they they banned that. I think that was retired with Scott Player. Ah. So I would def- I would definitely consider it though. Okay, I didn't. I you know what? I will have to look that up. I really didn't think about that. Another question. This one I've always wondered as well what's the difference between, you know, kicking field goals, extra points versus punts, and why don't you see too many players doing both? I mean, I know occasionally you'll see a guy switch around because of an injury or something along those lines, but that's not the norm. Yeah, it's a uh, – some guys can do all three. It's just hard to be really consistent at all three, you know, kick off, field goal, and punt, because it's a different leg swing. Mm. Um, punt is kind of coming up, up straight up, slightly across your body, and a kick. You're not coming up as far and coming a little more across, so okay. it's a little bit different swing. And kickoffs, different kickoffs, as well? Yeah, kickoffs um, is more like a field goal, except you're obviously running towards the ball. So you, instead of staying on your plant foot, you kick and follow through and actually land on your kicking foot down the, down the field. Is that, I'm assuming, is that why kickoffs are so much farther? Yeah, yeah, because you, you know, obviously you can have a much more buildup. There's not a get-off time you have to get it off. And there's not 11 guys coming across the line of scrimmage to try to kill you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, let, let, let's face it; it's a little different uh, setup kicking off versus having an extra point or a field goal. Those guys, you know, literally are not breathing down your. Okay. Here's another question: How much you know trash talk on the line of scrimmage? Because you're you know you're close enough even as a kicker to hear a lot of that. Does that stuff really go on like you see in the movies and so on, or are the guys you know? I mean, they're football players. Not going to say they're going to be polite, but I mean, is there as much trash talk at the line of scrimmage as you normally you know hear in movies and such? Occasionally, yeah, there's definitely some trash talking for sure. Um, not not a ton directed towards me during the games, usually, unless it's like at the end of the game for okay. a game winner or a game time kick. But yeah, there's definitely trash talk. How much, and this is something I've always wondered as well, given the fact that players can rotate from team to team because of all the reasons we've already discussed, you know, once the game is over and you see a lot of guys on both sides of the of the team, you know, both both teams, both sides of the aisle, I guess I should say, shaking hands and talking and chatting and so on. I mean, I got to believe that all of you guys, when the game is over, know, wait a minute, this might be my future teammate. I probably ought to be careful how I act. Right. And, you know, you, you might see him again later in the season, too. 
True. But um, a lot of guys, you know, you've, you've been teammates with before or play against in college or high school even sometimes. So I feel like usually I feel like most guys know at least three or four guys on every team. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I think, again, I've got so many questions. I appreciate you joining us. And for all of you listening, Matt Prater, he's a kicker for the Cardinals right now. He's been in Denver for many years. In fact, the record was set here in Denver as well that we talked about a little bit ago. Robin from KNR Home Transitions was the one that really put all this together. Uh, memorable moments outside of that longest kick, Matt. Do you have any others that you can just look back on and think, yep, you know, that was really a great day? Yeah, um, we against the Vikings uh, the last year in Detroit, um, we kicked a 50 50- I think it was a 52-yarder um, to to have the most 50-yarders in NFL history. And it was a, a special moment because of uh, Don Muehlbach, the long snapper. He had mm. played, um, I think, 17 years. And um, I remember just finally, you know, chasing it and finally reaching it and doing it. And it was just special uh, sharing that moment with him. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Icing the kicker. You know, we hear that, then broadcasters talk about it, you see it, you know, you're about ready to kick, and all of a sudden the other team calls a timeout to try to, quote-unquote, ice the kicker. Does that have any real mental... In other words, does it work, or is it just something that everybody thinks does, so they do it? Uh, Occasionally, certain kickers, I guess, if you look at their history, some it works against, um, against, some it doesn't. I personally think it helps you a little bit, because then you can kind of... That was my thought. Yeah, Yeah, you have more time at that point. You can really sit down and kind of analyze everything and really get your mind around what you should be doing versus just running out there and kicking. Yeah, you can take your time, really visualize it before you have to even line it up. Um, So I I, I don't mind if I get iced. Uh, Okay, Uh, I I appreciate that. Um, You know, that's really – Matt, I had a lot of stuff. A lot of these I wrote out. I had other people that actually sent some things in to ask questions as well. Is there anything else that, you know, you'd just like to tell everybody that – Maybe we wouldn't know otherwise. <laughs> no, I think I think we covered a lot. I think that's good. Well, I appreciate your time very much. And, and again, you're welcome anytime. Even you know, Matt, I'll even throw this out at you. After football's over and you decide to do something else and you've started some of these other things that you're talking about doing, you are always welcome to come back on, talk about those things. We'll support you whatever we can. I, I just appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and just, you know, your your candidness and the ability to, to spend time and chat and I've learned a lot and I appreciate it greatly. No, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. You're very welcome. Matt, have a great one. Have a great uh, a great rest of the season. And, uh, you know, one thing I didn't ask, I know your contract goes to next year. Are you going to play another year? Yeah, I'm going to try. I figure as long as I'm healthy and I can still kick it straight, I'll, I'll do as okay. long as I can. All right. Well, best of luck to you. And anytime you want to come back, Matt, you're more than welcome to. All right. Thank you. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it very much. What a joy to talk to. i uh looking forward to that for the last week or so that we've been trying to get that put together. So, again, Robin from KNR Home Transitions. Uh, Robin Oglesby, thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate it. If you're listening, uh, that was fabulous. And Matt, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys did as well. It's not often you get the opportunity to, to chat like that and just really be candid and you know get a lot of inside, in this case, inside football. And I appreciate that very much. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Any plumbing need that you've got, whether you're looking to have something repaired or you want to do an upgrade, and it never happens when it's supposed to. It, it always happens when you least expect it. Keep this number handy, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Low water pressure can ruin your day, but high water pressure can damage your fixtures and appliances, and High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. 
High pressure causes water to flow too powerfully through your pipes, so when it comes to the end of a line, it slams into your fixture or appliance, causing damage that potentially voids the warranty on the appliance or fixture. So if you're hearing banging in your pipes that sounds like this, you may have water pressure that's far too high. There are many factors that can affect water pressure, so Hi5 installs a device to measure and regulate that pressure, so you're not damaging your toilets, faucets, fridges, or anything else in your home that uses water. For water pressure that's out of control, or even just to find out if it is, call Hi5 for that at 1-877-WE-HI5 or go to klzradio.com plumbing and tell them you're a KLZ listener for $50 off your repair. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith wants to help you with your future finances. One thing I didn't can't get a chance to talk to Matt about was just how do you help these rookies when it comes to their future financial planning and so on. And I didn't get into that mainly because I think a lot of folks already know how that works. But make sure that you're planning ahead and you've got everything dialed in. And Al Smith from Golden Eagle will help you with that. Find him at klzradio.com. Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that now is the time to start planning for retirement. The older we get, the faster time seems to pass. Having Al coach you through your retirement plan means you won't waste a second. He will ensure that your retirement accounts respond quickly to changes in the market and changing regulations. Al Smith also knows that the most successful retirees he's helped have come to him long before they retired. Retirement may seem far away, but everything is relative and those days will pass faster with each sunrise. You want to enjoy the best days of your retirement. Travel, give, volunteer, and truly live in your retirement by contacting Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. Registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. Make sure you're dialed in when it comes to your future estate and what you leave behind is taken care of. 720-394-6887. Michael Bailey wants you to know that while there are similarities between wearing glasses and estate planning, they are not the same thing. Glasses help you see things more clearly, and an estate plan for mobile estate planner Michael Bailey helps you see more clearly where your stuff is going to go in the future. Glasses can help you drive better, but if you try to wear your estate plan on your face while you're driving, you could face disastrous results. Michael got his glasses when he was 12. You probably don't need an estate plan if you're 12, but you do if you're over the age of 18 and have a car, clothes, or a nice pair of glasses. The state will tie your assets up in probate for years if you don't have an estate plan and it gives you the peace of mind that your family won't have to fight to execute your will. You don't need Colorado's leading mobile estate planning attorney to get glasses, but you do need Michael to create a customized, comprehensive plan for you. Contact the mobile estate planner Michael Bailey at klzradio.com estate today to see your future more clearly. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way. Saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. 
Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And American National Insurance, you just heard that a moment ago uh, from Paul Lumerger, a good friend of mine, by the way. I know I talk about Paul quite a bit, but literally whatever you need when it comes to insurance, car, home, and the one nice thing about them, I got mine today. Uh, They give you a rebate check on your policy if you have zero claims. There's an incentive to self-insure some things. I got my rebate check today, and I kind of forget about it, but it typically comes this time of the year, and it is nice to see 25% of your policy come back to you. Now, it takes three years for that to happen, but once you do, every single year, you get 25% back of what that policy was three years ago that third year. And it rolls in about every November is when my rebate check shows up. got mine in the mail today. And again, that's something that Paul Lewinberger at American National Insurance does that I don't think too many other, if any, other insurance companies do. There's multiple ways Paul will help you save money, them, but there's a lot of other ways that he'll help you. So again, go to RussiaReason.com, find it there, or 303-662-0789. All right, that's about it for this first hour. If you missed any of this or you'd like to send this on to somebody else, you can do that from the website, RussiaReason.com, and send this to somebody that might want to hear what Matt had to say, Matt Prater from the Cardinals. On the same token, if you missed any of it, you can catch it again between uh, 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. And if you're listening between 6 and 7, thank you so much. I appreciate that as well. But Hour 2 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.